What's up? What's up? What is up, everybody? Hello, and welcome to Critically Aroused, the podcast where we ask, do we even need film critics? And then we review a movie. My name is Blaine Andrews, and I'll be your host today as usual. And I've got the usual suspects here, too. I've got Mr. Matt Verlack. Hey, everybody. And Chris Kaus. What's up? And for the YouTube people, we've shaken it up again. We're at a totally different perspective. We just, every week it's something different. We just are keeping it super exciting around here. So On your toes. Exactly. And so today we are actually just going to be doing our review of Godzilla vs. Kong, directed by Adam Wingard, the individual who directed the last film as well, uh, which was Godzilla King of Monsters. But he did not do Kong. Right. But so this is his second in part of the I think they're calling it like the monster verse, I guess. I, I, is that what they're calling it? The mon- I don't the, know what they're calling it. It's probably the uh, hollow earth or something like that. That's what they should call it. If they're like not. That. But yeah, it, basically the connected Godzilla universe. Yeah. As it were. So, yeah, that's what we're going to be talking about today. That's the main subject. We're not going to be doing any news or, or talking about what's streaming. We we got together to record last night, and the power went out on us. And so <laughs> we just sat around and drank for like four hours. In the dark. It was great. <laughs> yes, in the dark. Yep, exactly. And so we had to get back and to get together today and do it. So uh, before we all forgot about like what we were even going to talk about, since it's been quite a while. Well, I guess Chris was the most yeah. recent one. I watched it on Monday. So yeah, Matt, today is Thursday. Matt's like going on a week since he's seen it so <laughs> yeah but but yeah so i'm excited to talk about this thing this is the first big budget movie i think as far as for 2021 like this the big theater releases if it were uh i think right justice league or snyder the snyder cut was big but that wasn't that even wasn't theaters in theater, so. did we not I yeah. I remember <laughs> we did not watch it in theaters. Yeah, no, we right. didn't. Yep, and I mean, really, there's not been a whole lot, and clearly, this is considered the big. They're considering it now, just this epic release. I've got an article pulled up here. Like I said, we weren't doing uh, the news, but I did want to talk about this, and this will kind of probably help gather our opinions to some degree. Uh, hopefully there's no Rotten Tomato scores on here, but basically it's an article from IGN. And basically what they've said is that it has set a pandemic record for the domestic box office and for an opening, opening weekend, which is that it made $48.5 million. And before COVID, this number would have been like, eh, you know, it would have been okay. Yeah. Not great. But now with the current situation this is pretty good actually and here they are calling it wb's monsterverse yeah that's what i was pointing okay out. yeah exactly so it says the latest film in wb's monsterverse grossed an estimated 120.1 million usd globally in 39 markets which is between us and canada for its debut internationally godzilla versus kong opened last weekend and these new ticket sales have brought the movie's new worldwide total to 285.4 million us dollars which is pretty solid yeah like, that's solid especially for right now right like this is this is actually this is good for theaters this is good for and True. i mean this is almost nothing but amc's money <laughs> right like, that i'm hoping all these other movie companies are seeing that people are ready godzilla vs kong which was on a app mm-hmm. for free so for yeah. free or you know 10, 15 well, bucks a month yeah subscription did this well they better yeah. stop pushing uh everything else yeah because there's so many movies that we should have had over a year ago that yep. they just keep pushing back for yeah. no reason don't exactly. even want to talk about it i know 
stupid. Yeah, so many things. <laughs> I mean, we can still talk about it, but yeah, I don't want to. <laughs> um, well, <clears throat> did it say how much it costs to make? No, it doesn't, on this, it doesn't on this article. I am curious about that as well. What's that website that always used to do that? Was that Mojo or something? Movie, Movie Mojo Movie or something. Or Mojo. I know what you're talking yeah, about. Anyways, I, yeah, they used to. I always liked seeing that. Yeah, they used to keep all that those numbers kind of in checking out that will be interesting to look back at you know later on in the year to see what's kind of shaken out yeah and uh what it does say in here is that basically the the next closest movie was wonder woman 1984 as far as pandemic time which was a big doo-doo factory Mm -hmm. none of us (laughs) liked it and it only made 16.7 million dollars so this basically tripled yeah 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 tripled that and the thing is is that that one actually not it didn't have a it had an okay critic score and actually had a fairly if i remember right okay audience score we were kind of an outlier but it's weird because those were the scores but i've heard so many people talk crap about that movie that i'm like how are either of those numbers high Mm. now it could have changed since we reviewed it because we did it right around when it came out but you know this this is good news though basically that was the main reason i wanted to talk about it Mm. and it will kind of potentially shade our opinions on how we talk about the Rotten Tomato scores in a little while as well, too. I also wonder if that is why they pushed Mortal Kombat one week. Yeah. They wanted to give Godzilla two weekends or three weekends in theater before uh, Mortal Kombat. Yep. And then also for people to just see it like at home as well. There's just, they're giving it breathing room. Right. And we've got on Friday on the same exact app, We've got, uh, is it, wait, no, never mind. I'm wrong about that. I was thinking that Space Jam was soon, but we've got a couple weeks till Space Jam. I thought that was May. Yeah, I think you're right. I think it's like the first week of May or something. I was thinking it was this month, but then I recalibrated that. So yeah, I I think that you are right about that. And actually, I don't know what we're going to review next week. Unholy. Unholy. I don't even know what that is. In theaters? I don't either. It's a theater movie. (laughs) Xena said it looks like a horror movie. Okay. Oh boy. Yeah. Yeah. We'll you, see. You literally don't <laughs> say. Literally I don't know say. what we're doing. You I did know, say that. I suggest something. Like, uh, if, it, awesome. if Matt's suggesting it, it's probably going to be a horror movie. <laughs> that is just throw I'm just that out there. It's in theaters yeah. and it's new. Yeah. yeah. Hey, I'm on board. I will watch it. Hey. We'll watch it together. <laughs> awesome. Well, we've got our, our AMC stubs list. Back, right. I was like, so. might as well. It's yeah, we do. Exactly. Free. Yeah, we can yes. see stuff for free now. And if Not a sponsor. If we decide that it's just not even worth talking about, we'll just go <laughs> see something else. <laughs> <laughs> so, perfect. All right. Well, I guess we'll go ahead and move on to everything related to Godzilla. I about said King of Monsters, but Godzilla versus Kong. Yeah. So, all right. I didn't actually talk about as well. So, I said it was uh, directed by Adam Wingard, and Michael Doherty and Terry Russo are the writers on this movie, and it's starring... Quite a few people and recognizable faces being Alexander Skarsgård, Millie Bobby Brown, Rebecca Hall, Brian Tyree Henry, a lot, uh, actually Jillian Dennison. Did y'all recognize him? It's yeah. well, neither one of y'all have seen Hunt for the Wilder People, but he's the main actor from Hunt for so the Wilder People. And Deadpool, he, isn't he? he was in Deadpool as well. Yeah. He's the New Zealand. Well, he, did he have his accent in this movie? No. He was the one hanging with Millie Bobby Brown, the young, younger guy. That was just following her around. Yeah. Her oh, I know. okay. Yeah. No, he did yeah. have his accent in this movie. Did he? Yeah. yeah. And, and Lance Riddick, who we talked about several weeks ago, he was in this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Kyle Chandler was back after King of Monsters. And Damian Bashar was in this as well. There's a just, and did I even say uh, that Isaac Gonzalez, she's in mm-hmm. this as well. There's just, there's a lot of recognizable faces in this movie. 
And yeah. clearly, uh, it sounds like, as far as this series goes, they're uncertain as far as where the future of it's headed because it's all the movies have kind of gotten mixed results. I, I've been fairly happy with all the previous ones. I think the first Godzilla was the weakest of the bunch as far as just not a whole lot happened and they were really trying to feel the water. Now I think it kind of did follow suit with some of the early Godzilla movies where you That's don't what see. That's what I was about to say. It's, it's the hype that the, that particular movie did the build up. It was all about the human mm-hmm. element. And then it was like the last quarter Godzilla's there just yeah. doing his thing. What's this rate? Is this, is this R? It's PG-13. Uh, yeah. But we said that we were only going to well, hold our tongues on like kids movies. Kids movies. Okay. Exactly. Shit. <laughs> Thank you. Exactly. Yeah. So this review will be technically our R-rated review because like they said, we've... Adult themed. Yes, adult themed. Yeah, that sounds bad. Yeah, that's um, <laughs> not, not for kids. Yes, yeah, not for kids. That. Exactly. That's a good way to put it, especially for how YouTube handles things. Just say not for kids. So, yeah, let's move into talking about it. I guess the first thing we'll do is talk about who should and shouldn't see this movie and what it is like. I mean... That's a pretty straightforward one. I was like, yeah. this is one that's obvious. Like, yeah. If really you like is. Godzilla and King Kong, you should watch this movie. And if you don't yeah. know who those are, do you like giant monsters? Yeah, fighting. If you... If you are yes, then yes, you should see this. <laughs> yeah. If you're like, what are giant monsters? Then no, you probably no, should not see yeah. this. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and I mean, yeah, if you're into the monster genres, you're in, or even you're like Pacific Rim, your kaiju movies, your any type of large creatures fighting each other, tearing up right. cities, big scale, big budget popcorn flicks. And especially even with how things are now, it's and not being in the theater for so long. For me, this was even though we've been back to the theater for some. This was for me the welcome back to the theater as far as spectacle that I have been wanting. Whether regardless of anybody's opinion on this movie, as far as just spectacle and like what you quote unquote go to the theaters for. Yeah, because this, this is definitely that. like one of those movies that you really needed to see in theaters. I totally, you agree. can watch yeah. it at home, sure, but if you're not, it's not on a big screen. You're not getting the grand scale of yeah. things, especially if you go to Dolby, which is basically the only way we see movies. Yeah, it, it is. is shaking like your chairs moving. This movie was one of the most epic Dolby, I guess. Experiences. catered experiences that i've seen as far as just you know like you said your seats rumbling the music well and it wasn't like overly overly loud but it was just the special effects and the booming and the and the directional audio where you're seeing them crash over here and then they go across the screen and you're hearing them on the other side of the no theater spoilers <laughs> so yeah it was just that spectacle i think this is this is perfect for that so if you are wanting something to usher you back into the theaters mm-hmm this is a good way to do it. Granted, I mean, if you didn't like King of Monsters, there's a good chance you might not like this. Right. I mean, it, this is hanging to what this series has been doing. You know. True. It, it, they've been pretty consistent with it. And honestly, we didn't talk about it, but Adam Wingard, I really actually like him as a director. He made his as far as the first thing that put him on my radar actually he was doing horror movies he did vhs uh, he did blair witch best, like anthology that's, series that's the new blair witch by the way yes that is the new blair witch which was really good and the one that i was pretty sure he directed i'm looking here and actually i don't see him 
on this list. I was thinking he directed something else, but I'm guessing he didn't. Oh, uh, weren't you guys terrified by VHS? Oh, oh I have to see it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because it's one of those things where each one's actually really scary, each segment. So he only did one of the segments in VHS oh, yeah. and in the second yeah. VHS. But it's like you forget them. You just block them out because they're short. It's not a huge buildup. Yeah. Which makes it great to rewatch because you're like, what's going to happen? Exactly. And actually who I thought who I thought had done this and directed this, I thought, and I'm wrong. Okay, I need to make a correction. I thought it was the same director as last time. This is a different director because these guys kind of work in the same space. I thought that Michael Doherty directed this, and I, I've been getting Michael Doherty and Adam Wingard confused. Which he wrote. Michael Doherty this. wrote this, but he actually directed King of Monsters. Hmm. And but the big thing that uh, the other things that he directed was Trick or Treat and Krampus, which I both adore. Yeah, I, I love 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 Krampus, and I really like Trick or Treat. And he did King of Monsters, and I really enjoyed King of Monsters. And this. So he actually directed the last one, and I thought he did this one, but I was wrong. He just wrote it, actually. So oh, yeah. he, he, or at least wrote, he's one of the writers right. on it. There was more than one writer. So clearly he stepped back from the director's chair and, and let. Maybe there's Adam just a tag team it. in it. Yeah. So that's interesting. I just didn't realize that that was the case for this movie. I was thinking that it was the same situation as the last movie. So that's interesting. So but, we have four movies in their MonsterVerse with four different directors, which mm-hmm. is odd. Yeah, it is. It's. It's an interesting take, which honestly, I don't feel like they felt that disjointed. I guess that they kept the directors fairly, as far as like, it didn't feel like you're going from one. It's just, not like Star Wars. Exactly. Where it felt like you're watching it and you're like, this is clearly totally <laughs> yeah. different people with different yeah. ideas. Right. Yeah, They're taking the story in a totally different direction. Yes, exactly. And that's, that's not what I felt like happened here, mm-hmm. really. This felt like a continuation of where they left off. Now, whether or not that was... Uh, Good continuation, you know, we can discuss further, but as far as how some things were handled. But anyway, so that's as far as who should and should not see it. That's a good kind of intro into what you're getting into with yeah. this movie. And yep. so next, I guess we'll talk about the Rotten Tomato scores and try to predict what the critics and what the general audience thought about this. And I've been thinking about this over the past couple of days. And my mind keeps changing on what I actually think is going to shake out in the opinions of this movie. Do you guys want to go first or y'all want me to go first? Okay. Uh, okay, go ahead. I think, because I was thinking about this before. <clears throat> oh. Yeah, I thought I had this time. Yeah. Um, critics, I say mm, 78. Okay. Audience, I'll say, oh man. Oof, I didn't think good enough. <laughs> Me big brain don't work too good. Yep. Um, 75. 75, okay. That's probably higher. It's probably in the 80s. Yeah, that's But I'll stick with 75. Where I was aiming. It's fine. All right, well, I'll go. I'll go next. So uh, for, so you said 78 and 75 critics and audience. Yeah. So for me, I'm going to say 65 for critics because they were hard on King of Monsters. And I feel like there's a chance that they could even be hard on this one. <clears throat> and then for the audience... Are you looking up comparable movies in the same... That's, that's very, very close. Cheater, I mean, I remembered. It, it, it's I, not I, illegal, but it's immoral. <laughs> that's all I'm saying. <laughs> You're a shit person, I, well, but it's within the rules. So I, mean, we're, I mean, that wasn't in dispute. We know that this is a <laughs> thing. Fair. You know, that, that is a space in which I operate, <laughs> which is the shitty person space, but <laughs> remaining within the rules. So, <laughs> And then as far as the audience, you know, I, when I left, I was sitting in a certain place with it as far as what I thought it was going to be. And now I'm just really torn. I'm going to 
say an 83. I feel like I might be too high on this, but that's what I'm going to guess. What was your audience? He said 75. 75, yeah. Okay. Critics, 40. Mm. And audience, I'm just going to do 80. I'll go 80. between y'all. Ooh. Keeping it safe. We're all right Wait, in the same cluster. Between us? You, how much? What did you say? 83. You said 75. For the critics? Audience. audience. Oh, sorry. Yeah. So, all right. So, that's our audience and critic score guesses for this. And what we'll do is we'll come back to it at the end and see what we thought about it and what the critics thought and if we thought they were right and wrong. And, <laughs> and this is one of those I'm definitely interested. I, I, I think I have an idea of what everybody thinks, but... I don't know. Chris can always be a wild card. You never know. He can, he can just come out of nowhere and surprise you. So so from this point on, it's going to be spoilers, guys. This is going to be a full-blown deep dive review and conversation about this movie. So if you don't want anything spoiled for you, just go ahead and quit watching now. <laughs> or listening, I guess. Both. Yeah, yeah both. Either. <laughs> Actually, we have more Do listeners nothing. than watchers. So, yeah. But, all right. Cool. Well, let's start now. Spoilers. Let's talk about it. <laughs> All right. So the first person I want to know if they liked it or not I is Chris. I want to know. <laughs> I do want to know. Uh, it was okay. Okay. Uh, I Okay. I will say that yeah. I way more enjoyed King of Monsters than this one. Really? Uh, like significant amount. Really? So you yeah. really liked I, I really liked King of Monsters. I did it too. It was cool. Like there was a bunch of different monsters. Yeah. You didn't know necessarily like their power levels, or at least I don't. Yeah. Um, so it was nice seeing that interaction. Yeah. I really liked King of Monsters as well. Yeah. But interesting. Okay. I'm glad you didn't hate it. But like double as, but I liked that one twice as much as I liked this one. As, as this one. Yeah. yeah. But you didn't like hate this one or anything. No, yeah. I did fall asleep, but <laughs> I, I went back and finished watching it. <laughs> I watched it again. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, we, we forced you since, you since you drug it out and waited late. So, and then we found out you had a whole extra day to watch it. So <laughs> yeah, right. I could have went to the movie theater. Yeah, exactly. You could have. You would have lost I power. wouldn't have fallen asleep. All right. That is fair. All right, Matt. So you want to. Um, I, I agree with Chris, actually. Really? I did not love this movie. Really? The human acting mm-hmm. was, or the, the story, the way it was written was so bad. Yeah. That I couldn't overlook. Okay. The the human aspect. Like, the, the whole Godzilla King Kong fighting, epic. Yeah. The whole middle, or um, Hollow Earth, all that, epic. Yep. I but totally the agree. human element just kept taking me out of it. Didn't help that Xena hated it. Really? Yeah. Oh, Xena. Yeah, remember last time, well, yeah, she alluded to it. Every time, what's her name? Millie Bobby, Bobby Brown. Brown. Xena be like, ah, yeah, yeah. I'm was... in the theater. Xena was like, <laughs> audibly like, Ugh. yeah. <laughs> she was definitely wow. my my least favorite part of these both oh, movies. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I didn't mind her in the first and um, the other movie. But this one, they just gave her like a stupid role that didn't make any sense. Yeah, Yeah, I'm getting more and more very lukewarm at best about her in things. And it seems like they really like using her. But it's like, for me, the only thing that I've really enjoyed her in is Stranger Things. Mm -hmm. That just seems to be... I don't even know how much else I've seen her in. She's been doing a lot over the years. Just kind of in and out of different things. It's been like three years since... Stranger Things. True. No, it's been out longer than that. But since the last season. Don't talk to me about time. <laughs> it means nothing. Yeah, they're getting aware. The Stranger Kid things are getting... Uh, things. They're getting the old. Stranger Things. Yeah. The stranger, nope. Not the Stranger Kid things. The no, no, Stranger no, no, no. Things kids are getting too old to play the roles that they're... Yeah. That's they, fair. Especially because of COVID. Side note, yeah. have they filmed that last season? Uh, they started I know at they the beginning of COVID. And uh, then they stopped. And I've heard that they started back. 
So, and they film close, fairly close to us. They film in Atlanta, mm. but did they not? Never mind. We didn't need to talk about that. Yeah. Anyways, what did you think about it, Blaine? Yeah. Um. So, and I ended up seeing this. Did a rare thing and actually ended up seeing it by myself in the theaters, which I don't normally don't do. Freak. <laughs> I know, right. <laughs> it, it is a weird experience seeing movies in theaters, and actually, I felt like I would have enjoyed it even more seeing it with someone. Um, I watching this movie, I loved it. Okay. Mm-hmm coming out of the movie and because i was actually kind of like there was a plus to me seeing it by myself which was i was totally uninfluenced by anyone personally being with me it's just like i was in my own space i was just enjoying this thing i didn't know what anybody else was thinking about it besides this kid that was like two seats down from me who was terrified of this movie (laughs) and was losing her shit to the point in which she was literally bundled in her older brother's armpit with her eyes covered and she wasn't that young though like she wasn't Uh, a little kid like (laughs) she was 17 well she wasn't that old but she was probably i don't know i can never tell kids are anymore but i would guess at least 13 yeah and she was you even have kids that's weird yeah i know it's still hard you to should gauge be better at there. that i should be better but i can't <laughs> get better at that. yeah i can't i can't Work gauge it. it i'm not good at start it. asking random kids yeah. how old how they old are. are you i'm gonna guess your age that won't come across right creepy no, at no, no, all no. <laughs> but strange kid things yeah <laughs> but yeah I, in the theater though i actually really really loved it and now, because I was so caught up in the moment and caught up in the action, because like Matt said, I adored and loved all of the monster stuff. I love Hollow Earth in itself. I, if anything is going to talk about it, I, like I'm probably going to be on board as long as it's not shitting on it. Like <laughs> I love the concept of Hollow Earth. Uh, it's just awesome. And they, I thought that they did all that really well and actually giving them traveling to Hollow Earth and there being complications in it and it being a difficult thing to do and having to create a special way to do it. All of that was really cool. And I loved every time the monsters were on screen. I thought it was awesome and epic, especially in Dolby. Like, Mm -hmm. just how they handled the monster fights and how just visceral they felt and how the buildings were being destroyed. And even the fact of putting Kong in the middle of the water to fight Godzilla, like, that in itself was Mm -hmm. wild. Oh, yeah, that fight scene was it was super intense terrifying yeah it was like it, i mean you think like godzilla is just basically the definition of the world's most terrifying shark <laughs> it's like it's a shark a with monster. legs yeah, alligator <laughs> exactly yeah. yeah a komodo dragon if you will he, he is this godzilla is a thick boy like oh, he is yeah, a he chunky is. godzilla he got that ass, yeah he does. he's a big old dude and honestly even especially i really liked kong pretty well but they really made you love Kong in this movie. Yeah. Like, I was really rooting for Kong. Like, he felt like... I don't know if you felt that way, but I personally was. Chris, I don't feel like agreed. Yeah. I mean, it, I, I'm going to let you finish your... No. I'm going to let you finish. Yeah. No, you're good. But... Yeah. Well, I, I, I definitely have complaints about this movie. Long story short, uh, as far as just my initial thoughts of it, I, I love everything to do with the monsters. I loved how they handled all that. I love the big budget scale of it. But like Matt said, a lot of the human elements were very weak. I actually liked Alexander Skarsgård and what he was doing pretty well. And I liked all of his components. But a lot... And actually, the young um, the young the girl, girl... The little girl was... The death chick? Yes. She deserves, yes. like, Task. Emmy she or would, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. She was <laughs> Whatever awards they give for me. <laughs> <laughs> Just buy her Just All the awards. Yeah. She did fantastic. I thought th- that what that little group was doing was very good. Everything surrounding Millie Bobby Brown was terrible. Like well, her story thing. was pointless. If and they stupid. cut her out, yeah, and explained how Alexander Skarsgård could fly a futuristic ship <laughs> perfectly, 
through uh, the yeah. Middle Earth or through uh, the Earth's crust and all that. Yeah, I would have a, like a lot less qualms about this okay. movie. I, I have some thoughts as that that did cross my mind, but I had some thoughts as to how he was able to do it. Oh, we made up <laughs> reasons. We we're like, oh, well, maybe he was a pilot, or maybe like they crash course. But then it showed that in the movie. Yeah, that was Zena and I spitting. <laughs> about it after the movie sure yeah I, I i think the reason he was able to fly it was because clearly well for one he was a pretty seemed like a pretty highly educated guy he was clearly some level of explorer there was a whole situation with his brother like mm-hmm. i feel like he'd been in these spaces because his brother died they talked about that that's why they came for him is his brother tried to do the journey first oh, and died right, right, right. and so and it sounded like he had some input into that and when they showed him flying it and everything it wasn't even like operating it didn't seem like operating like an airplane per se and there's like a billion switches and you're flipping all these switches and making it operate it's like it seemed like he was the type of person he would have been competent enough and with his he seemed like a fairly intelligent dude that he would have been able to on the flight and the way there and everything been able to get an idea of how this thing worked enough to at least get them out that was my potentially yeah it's like the iPhone of spacecraft. Yeah, you know? yeah. It's just any dumb dumb can do it. Exactly. Yeah. That's so why it costs so much. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So, but we can get into all of the rest of it more. But I'll say I, I did like it. All of my issues with it aside, I still really enjoyed it and and loved a lot of it. But there was still a lot to not like. <laughs> and like I yeah I I like it. I don't like it because of its flaws. I like it in spite of its flaws. Yeah, so that's fair. Yeah. yeah, my problem was the flaw just kept showing up every about thirty minutes, <laughs> every fifteen to twenty 30? minutes, and reminded yeah. me. Yeah, and it took me out of the movie every time. And, and actually, I thought yeah. Brian uh, Tyree Henry. I thought he, as far as being part of that trio, he was the older man, the I podcaster. I thought he was pretty good. Honestly, if Millie Bobby wasn't in it at all, because she didn't yeah. do anything really. No. She was just like, "We're going on a mission. We're going to do this. We're going to do that." Didn't yeah. really like seem to have a rhyme or reason, except that her dad wouldn't listen to her. Exactly. But her he mom's had, a cunt. Yeah. Or, yeah, yeah. She's either dead or in prison. I can't remember. Yeah, I can't remember either. Well, she's what. dead. She's dead. Yeah, she yeah, ended okay. up getting killed. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She's to dead. Save she them. sacrificed herself. Exactly. But if she wasn't in that at all, and it was just the mm-hmm. conspiracy guy, then that would have been this is so much. Yes, I, I wish that what they had done is stuck her dad, Kyle Chandler. Mm-hmm. I wish that they had stuck him with the podcaster. And maybe even had for some other random weird reason the the younger kid from Deadpool. Oh, he and, wasn't needed. It didn't make any sense. He, like he, he was in it. He, it didn't really. It was just kind of the friend component for her. Yeah. Like I, I think that if they could have found a way to, even if they interjected him, because I just think he's a good actor. Now I didn't think they utilized him well in this. I thought his writing was bad in this movie, but uh, he can be very funny and very good. But if they had basically put Kyle Chandler as like the straight guy, you know that this serious right. scientist whatever with this podcaster guy that's kind of off the rails and a little goofy and whatever and had the two of them in this almost buddy cop kind of situation in yeah. this subplot right it would have been much better yeah. than what we got i would have liked that yeah i think yeah. that that was probably for me the biggest flaw and could have fixed a lot of issues with this movie yeah yeah it probably would have yeah. or it would have reduced my qualms mm-hmm. to the point where i would have put this a lot higher on my list of like of liking it or not sure so for me like i did notice those issues with the humans Mm -hmm. um but with these kind of movies i can like set that kind of stuff aside for the most part Mm -hmm. it did bug me like millie bobby brown was just i I hated her (laughs) i hated her character so maybe that speaks to how good of an actress she is 
I don't know. I'll give her the benefit of the doubt as an actress, but I hated her character. I hated her mom's character. Like, oh, we're just going to murder the entire world so that it doesn't die. Like, who cares if the earth dies if every human is dead? Like, yeah. Anyway, uh, I think the animals have something to say about that. Yeah, fuck animals. No, literally, I fucking. Um, but so, like, I can set all that aside. For me, it was just literally like Kong is not an apex predator. I'm sorry. I will be the first one to say it ever. Yeah. But like, their fight was such bullshit. He had to be resuscitated by a machine. I mean, like, and Mechagodzilla was dope as fuck, but like, yeah. extremely overpowered. And how did it become sentient? That was my what? thing. That was so okay. There, I think that was that. I have beefs that, with that. Most of my beefs thing. are actually all within yeah. the stuff surrounding how they hand waved Mechagodzilla. Right. Like I wish that, that that they could have just made it even a situation where instead of it just going sentient, like something happened to the guy controlling it and made him exit, like turn ma- into it, made something. him lose his shit basically yeah. and control. Mechagodzilla in a bad way right. or whatever instead of just like oh, some weird stuff happened I don't know there was an electrical shock and it took over and now beep boop bop science words yep well then they say it's because it was connected with um uh Gamera's it with uh what's the skull the three headed yeah uh, it's a Gamera yeah. it's not Gamera it's no we're going with Gamera <laughs> sorry but no we'll think about it in a minute King, King G about to say Ghidorah Ghidorah <laughs> Ghidorah yeah Ghidorah. It is Ghidorah. It's not the chick from... Uh, no. That's Gildar. From Guardians. Yeah. Guardians. Gamora. Gamora. Mm. Yeah. So anyways, Ghidorah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It was connected to Ghidorah's skull somehow. And well, his... I guess it was still its brain was in there, I'm guessing. I so guess. it wasn't just like a skeleton and that's like they used the brain and somehow it transferred consciousness I guess. to Mecha. There was which, some weird... Which I, I was fine with that. Yeah. There was some weird hand-wavy science yeah. like, you know... Well, they, they kept it on with, like, oh, like, how should we make it so they can beat it? Let's pour liquor on the control. Dude, that was that the biggest... That isn't needed anymore because it's sentient. Right. Yeah. And that's also not how computers work. That is Sorry. not. Yes. Oh, that was, like, one of those times I was just, like... I could hear Zena going... <laughs> next to me because i was like that is pretty dumb it was the dumbest moment in the whole oh, especially movie. when he was like i'm gonna hack it i'm like are you a hacker what yeah which then yeah. they called attention to it well and yeah it, they made but fun then they of kept it trying and then they resorted to pouring alcohol on it to, <laughs> yeah to like short in the fan, out. like pour alcohol in a fan and i'm like this is a big system it's connected to a satellite like there's so much stuff going on with this that like yeah. i really don't think pouring something into the fan is going to make this computer not work you're 100 right or make that monster i, don't know. I saw this movie apparently yeah. it causes, <laughs> um him to short out and yeah he has to reboot so that, that honestly I, like everything aside until the little bits when when millie bobby brown and them got to the location where it was all being operated yeah in hong kong i was able to look past any issues with those characters and all that but yeah. then it just really that portion of the story just like plummeted for me yeah. the the only other <clears throat> thing that was kind of bothering me throughout was like when they interjected very randomly the daughter of the main man who's running the big corporation his daughter ends up going on the expedition oh yeah and ends up in the the plane with them and she's basically like trying to steal what makes mecha godzilla work mm-hmm. from hollow earth and she ends up dying yeah, they have to find the energy source yeah kong kills her 
he smashes her <laughs> yeah in the in the little ship he like yeah. looks in makes sure that the little girl's not in there and is like bye gonzalez yes yes character. exactly uh yeah 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 elsa gonzalez yeah her character Maya. yeah it was that character was just kind of pointless and weirdly interjected and just random like I, it, was, it was just a character i think for everybody to be excited for them to kill i guess yeah yeah Something like, that King Kong can bitch. kill. Yeah, a exactly. human. I honestly, because <laughs> King Kong's a little bitch. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He Kong. I, I did feel like, I, like I really liked him and wanted to root for him. Like I thought it was well, and when they gave him a weapon at least, and was like these creatures, I could kind of get behind it. Even though we see how smart Godzilla is in this series, yeah. like clearly Kong or Godzilla is a very intelligent creature, mm-hmm. but. When you talk about like how intelligent apes are, and you think about how this ape is, you know the the epic boss level ape, you know, so yeah. it's like this is going to be the smartest of those. It's like if you th- think about like okay, well they learned how to make weapons, and they clearly learned how to dominate in this civilization, working together and making weapons and whatever, because it's like they had their whole throne room castle thing in Hollow yeah. Earth. Yeah, like it, it it made sense for me, but obviously they did show that. It wasn't too hard for Godzilla to whoop his ass. Yeah. Mm-hmm. At the same time, because it's like he's fleshy. Like, <laughs> right. Oh, I mean, he beat him twice. Yeah, exactly. Easily. Yeah. Like it wasn't Not even... easily. Both fights are pretty hard fought. They were pretty well. Yeah. He he held his own. I thought fairly well. But okay. obviously, my biggest thing was you like, say so. <laughs> I disagree. Movie? That was like a 32, 30 minute fight scene. Yeah. Where I mean, Godzilla won both times, which I agree with, but they were well fought. Yeah. I mean, one, I thought they he was chained to a boat. Because he was, he was more agile well, and that more one, mobile. Yeah. Like that one, no, that wasn't even the hard fought battle either. Like, Godzilla was obviously in his environment. Well, that, like, yeah. He was, he's a water. Right. And, God, and King Kong put up a great fight for being yeah, in for water. For being in water. I thought so. Without the ability to breathe. But also, just hid from him. in and both then, situations, well, somehow that worked. it was one of those things where you're like, oh, but like he would have had trouble if it weren't for the humans helping him. Like, even the first thing that happens when Kong gets into Hollow Earth is get attacked by those crazy snake flying yeah. things, and they about wrecked him, and the humans saved him because really? he was getting suffocated. It wrapped up oh, around right, Kong right, and right. was like yeah. choking him out. Yeah. So it was one of those things where he did still need a little bit of help. Like he, because yeah. he just doesn't have any built in weaponry. He's basically just like a big human. He's <laughs> right. just a monkey. Yeah. He's just a monkey. Just just a monkey could rip my arms off. Yeah. <laughs> foot monkey. So. Yeah. He was massive, like way yeah. bigger than he was in Kong. That is something that I've had, I had issues with. It's a very, like. So we watched Kong. I can answer this. Yes. Yeah, he was young. Kong. And that's literally what they said. They yeah. were like, he's still he's young bang, and bang. he's still growing. And yeah. so that's how they're explaining. Because Kong takes place in the, the 70s. 70s. Yeah. So this is 50 years later. So 50 years more to grow. Exactly. Yeah. Well, I, I I haven't seen Kong. I didn't watch Kong. Oh, you didn't? No. Okay. It's Godzilla. I mean, it's <laughs> no, Kong. It's Kong. <laughs> <laughs> the opposite. Yeah. Um. No, but like in this movie, that's a very like a nerdy like gripe to have but i felt like they didn't maintain the correct ratios for the sizes between different shots so like seeing him on the on the boat he's like not very big because it's not a very big boat but then like he's next to a skyscraper and is like as tall as it i'm just like well i thought so but then i I thought so but i think some of it was just it was some of that scale was hard to capture because like when they showed the little girl next to him when she held her hand up to like touch their fingers she was the size of his fingernail 
So right. if you yeah. think about that level of scale, you're like, okay, well. It's five foot. I guess. Yeah. Like, well, no. It's a very a large. His child. fingernail itself is but like But I think that boat's also bigger feet. than you like you think. Hmm. Yeah. I think the boat was bigger I, than I, you I think, I was too. challenging myself with that also. Yeah. And I mean, I was able to like, I think they did it mostly right. There might have been a couple slip ups, but I didn't see anything major. That's kind of what I thought too. It was just sometimes like angles and stuff. Because <laughs> when they different movies, well, when it was further away, I think that's the thing is it's hard to show that level of scale when you're in the ocean because it's so big, it's an open area. But it was like when they would zoom in and they would get on the ground and you'd see the humans and like the restraints, even the things that were rolling the chains up mm. were massive. And so mm-hmm. you think like oh, the size of those, then this boat must be really, really, really big, <laughs> right? So it just didn't quite look that way because I think it's just hard to show when you're in the ocean. Could be, yeah. But, Again, like I said, it was it's a nitpicky kind of sure. thing, but yeah, it didn't affect the movie in any way. Yeah, it's just I was just like, what was your right? favorite stuff about this thing? About like what they did. I liked Hollow Earth. Probably was the coolest to me. Yeah, that whole environment, and yeah. how they depicted it, I really liked that. Because I mean, yeah, again fight scenes they were cool but it's like godzilla just but see that's what it. i loved i just, yeah. just love seeing like them fight massive fights like that yeah me too because they're just destroying everything they murder like thousands of people Dude, oh yeah when they get into that was my thing was when they got into hong kong i guess it was hong kong yeah um when they were there and that level of destruction was just awesome. Like the, mm-hmm. the way that they were, everything was getting just totally destroyed. Oh yeah. It was, like, it, it felt like how it should have felt. And because, and, and I kind of like it because it's, you have an excuse with this where it's like, if there's humans piloting things, if it's like with Pacific Rim and it's Jaegers or if it's, there's humans in, uh, element involved, you're like, Oh, they're going to be concerned with casualties, casualties and a low death toll. But it's like, these are two animals fighting, for the death, like they are not going to care about destroying this city, right? Like right. they are not concerned with that, yeah. and so they can have that level of destruction and not feel like they're going to get backlash from people watching, which I like. That's fair. So it was. It, I, th- I thought it worked really well, yeah. but I think that my favorite stuff as well was the Hollow Earth, and then probably the fight scene in in Hollow Hong Earth Kong. was really cool, especially that it was basically like a core, and then there was like an outer. Yes. That each had their own gravity. The layers, yeah, that were separate gravities. Because when he went to the area where Kong was, he flipped back over and was like, they they had to flip around and everything was opposite. And I I would really, honestly, be totally down for an entire like Hollow Earth movie if it was called. It'd be a Kong movie if you think about it. Probably so. Yeah, yeah. Just another Kong movie, and it's about like the humans and Kong finding like another race of something down there that he has to fight off. Yeah, or, or finding other Kong type creatures, oh, maybe yeah. if yeah. there were some alive somewhere else down there, Kong and maybe on Kong fucking action. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> got to reproduce. Yeah, they could be monkeying around. Yep, hey. that's right. Hey, hey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, they could, and, and and they could add in a lot of the other monsters because we know that there's a lot of these other creatures existing now. Yeah. So because they they were talking about how many different types of them there were in king of monsters mm-hmm. and we know we didn't see them all still right and there's a good chance that there's some that they don't even know about true so being well, that now they the have access to hollow earth weird like face hugger snake thing yeah exactly so I, I would be totally down for them doing more with this franchise i think that 
I would like to see Michael Doherty back instead of Adam Wingard, who did this one. Yeah. Uh, I think he did a better job with King of Monsters. I think that, that, that if they do do it again, they just need to separate themselves from the whole Millie Bobby Brown stuff and maybe focus in on what they were doing with Alexander Skarsgård and like that team and them being in. Because it ended with them in Hollow no, Earth. Really, they just need to focus on that little girl. Yeah, well, yeah. that's what I mean. They could even jump ahead and do it when she's older. Yeah. It, it could be... But keep the same actress. <laughs> yeah. We're going to wait. We'll wait. 10 yeah. years. Yeah. Or however long. Yeah, yeah, because she did do an excellent job. But even if they didn't wait, I, I could totally see them focusing on just the Hollow Earth stuff and having a Hollow Earth movie, and I would be totally on board. Yeah. Which, and I love conspiratorial stuff, and they did poke at so many conspiracy mm-hmm. theories in this. Right. I was just, I, I was loving it. And they weren't crapping on all of it too bad. They were making fun of some of it. Like, it was really funny, their initiation between Millie Bobby Brown and the, uh, what's podcaster. his name? Yeah, the podcaster, Brian Henry. When their interaction, when they're like trying to find out if tapped they're legit, untapped. exactly tapped or untapped. I, I, I knew initially when they said it, I was just like untapped. Like <laughs> I knew exactly what they were going to ask. And I'm like, this is totally about drinking fluoride water. So yeah, I, I love it. And it's like, they interjected a whole lot of that, which I thought was fun. Mm-hmm. And my whole thing is I'm fine with all that. As long as they're not ripping on it too hard and just being like, this is stupid versus like, this is a fun thing to bring up that people yeah are into this stuff and and i can't even remember all the conspiracy stuff that they touched on but there was a lot oh yeah even outside of just hollow earth quips back and forth exactly and and even having like the whole train underground that whole concept the speed the speed train for the company Mm -hmm. where they were moving the monsters around from going from across the world basically yeah through the earth that was i thought all that was really neat Mm -hmm. that was but it, it was clearly like for this movie versus the last one, it was like, oh man, they were technologically somewhere very different than we realized they were in the last movie. Right. Like this company that they're dealing with has made some serious technological advancements as far as what they can do. Yeah. I wonder what the, it must've only been a couple of years. Yeah. And I mean, they could have, they didn't deal with that company at all. So maybe they're where all the innovation resides. Yeah. Cause they could have been doing what they've been doing since the first Godzilla movie. Yeah, we just didn't know yeah. that all that was going on. That's what I'm assuming. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I enjoyed all that pretty well. It's just really the wet blanket on this entire movie is just the subplot. There's, I have one more gripe. Okay. <laughs> um, was how quickly they destroyed Mecha Godzilla at the end. It did happen pretty quick. It was literally, oh, he's shocked because we poured liquor on his controls that he doesn't need. And yeah. then, like, four swings of his axe, basically. and Oh, yeah. yeah. Then he, he was done. And they completely demolished him. They did. Zena was pretty upset that they demolished him. Really? Yeah, she was like, I love this character. And they literally just slaughtered him. And there was no chance of bringing him back. Yeah. They, like a sequel or anything. Th- they did. Yeah. I, I mean, I was... I guess he was so powerful that it was yeah. one of those things where they're like, they gotta get rid of him fast. Because if they don't, it's gonna take every monster in the universe to destroy this thing because he is just a god yeah he was just so strong yeah so i guess maybe that was some of it was just like how strong he was it just seemed very abrupt considering all the fight scenes were kind of prolonged yeah and then i thought they were just gonna kind of like he he was shocked and they like cut off like one of his arms or something something like that or his like main cannon yeah and then he rebooted and they they like realized what they needed to do and you know like three to five more minutes of them fighting yeah slowly chipping away at him versus done yeah i felt like it did in pretty quick i i 
it 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 all happened it was all moving along at a pretty decent just standard pace and then when it did get to the mecha godzilla stuff they're like all right we gotta end this like yeah it's like oh our budget's up in about a yeah, million dollars it did um, kind of have that vibe wrap it up because it was only like an hour and a half right I don't know. If, hour 40? Let's I don't look. feel like it was very long. It didn't feel crazy long, but let's see. I, I don't know. It's two, two, almost two hours. two hours. But if they added seven more minutes. Huh? <laughs> yeah. That one fight scene. It would have been a I, good move. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would have been down for a little bit more time. Yeah. yeah. Just sure. because they were like, oh man, this guy's so cool. And yeah, he looks overpowered, which they could have made him less powerful. Sure. But... I don't know. That would have just been cool to see that a little more prolonged. Seeing Godzilla and King Kong working together just for a little bit longer yeah. versus like slugging on each other. Yeah, I, I, I would have been down for that. I did. I just there were multiple scenes. I thought that the fight scenes were just handled so well, though. There were multiple scenes where I just had the vibe of just being like, "Woo, yeah!" Oh, like, oh yeah. Like I was just super hyped. Like they were so fun. The the fight scenes were so. Fun. Oh, I agree, hundred percent. So it was kind of sucky that the Mecha Godzilla stuff ended because it was like maybe they could have ran from him and moved to somewhere a little more rural, like outskirts or something, and and duked right. it out a little bit longer, something like that. Let him away from the city, maybe. Or not that they cared about the city, like we talked about. It, obviously, yeah. yeah. But just done a little something else. But oh, you know, oh well, it's kind of is what right. it is. But I mean, all in all, though, I think it was. It was a totally fun movie, like, and, yeah. and I would like to yeah. see more in this franchise. I wouldn't complain about it. No, yeah, I definitely want more. Yeah, but I did. It was funny because, like, right when I walked out, I was I left on a high and had not really. I just not been focusing on any of the complaints because I didn't <laughs> care. I was just having fun. Yeah, like I just had fun, and that was my main thing. I was like, yeah. the, I got what I wanted out of this movie. Like, this was fun. And then, like, right when I walked out, the studio was like, "That was the worst fucking movie I've ever seen." And I was just like. <laughs> Hmm. See, it's funny. Aww, when don't when, say it, that. when ours ended, people were cheering. Really? Yeah, that it was over. Like, <laughs> I don't think it was that cheer. Yeah. There was like ten people. They were like, "Yeah!" Mm-hmm. and clapping. And Z and I just looked at each other. I was like, "Wow, I guess they're just excited to be out of the house." Yeah, fucking white people. <laughs> Only people to clap at. I know it, right? Awful. Just yeah. like when the plane lands. Like, Stop <laughs> clapping. Anyways, unless he can. Unless the. Uh, Captains can hear you because if I was a captain, yeah. someone was cheering. I'd be like, "Yeah, be like, yeah, damn right, I did fly that. That autopilot was working great." Yeah, thank you, autopilot. Yeah, I feel like if I hadn't had seen King of Monsters like literally right before this movie, mm-hmm. I probably would have liked this one more. Really? Like if I, I had watched that. it like you know whenever it came out yeah, like and I hadn't seen ago. it, or even if I watched this one first and then King of Monsters, I probably yeah. would have liked this one more. But I could totally seeing see them that. like back to back and just in my mind. King of Monsters was just superior in every way. The story was better, the acting was better, and the monsters fights. Yeah. Like it was like the majority of the movie was monster fights, and there was like well, there are different monster fights too. Exactly. Yeah, and it's not just King Kong, little bitch, getting beat up all the time. <laughs> yeah, that, Kong were is monsters. a lover. Literally, is. he is a lover. Kong is, is all about him being a protector. It is true. Yeah, it, it is. Doesn't make him any stronger. <laughs> it does not. But very good point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that that is. Yeah, that's a good point. He he just it, it's a hard line to ride with that, but it's like yeah. you know, I like King Kong. He's just yeah. a little bitch. It's fine. He I'm a little bitch, and can't. I like me. <laughs> <laughs> well, you guys want to go ahead and talk about uh, what let's the critics them. thought? Yeah, let's, do it. let's, let's see what they check said. Check it out. All right, awesome. Well, this is going to take me like just it. a second. I there is a chance. Oh, yeah, you said forty percent. Oh, I think the critics are going to be like, this was awful. I think they're gonna be like the writing was bad, the characters were flat. I think this is why I'm guessing the critics are gonna say. 
Well, we will see in about half a second here. So, oh my gosh. You give your computer too much credit. Oh! Holy shit. What? Wait. Wait. Holy crap. I think you hit it again, Chris. I think he hit it again. This is getting absurd. He hits one of them right. I think he looks it up. I feel like he does. just turned to cheese. You were too off. You were too off. Damn it. Because you said 75 for audience. Oh, okay. So so we have a 75 by the critics and a 92 by audience. That is awesome. That honestly makes me really, really happy. Which is still so surprising because... I mean, that guy that walked out said it was terrible. Yeah. Zeno was like, I disliked that movie. I'm honestly super surprised I'm she surprised disliked it so more much. more people... Oh, she just can't stand Million Bobby. Uh, yeah. yeah. Well, and she, Bobby. she is kind of... Sydney can be the same way. Both our wives are this way where they will fixate on a thing and like a thing will make them completely dislike all of something. Oh, yeah. 100%. And they're both like that. And I'm just like, it's just one part. Like, Yeah, but she's kind of a big part in this movie. Yeah. She kind of is. She keeps yeah, popping she's up. She's kind she of does. always there. She does. But it's like, they are like, they'll fixate on a person or a whatever. And it's like, and I mean, I understand like some people are just like that. And the two of them definitely are. But it's like yeah. for me, I'm like, as a whole, like in a sum of its parts, mm-hmm. I'm not going to focus on that thing. I just don't like that part of it. But yeah, yeah, this is just makes me super happy that both of these scores are that high. And which obviously shows with the money that it's making. And, and right. that's yeah. the thing is like if it did have a 40 or something on Rotten Tomatoes, I could see the numbers that this movie brought in being much lower. Sure. Honestly, that's fair. Could be. I think there's a strong chance. Is that 323? Mm-hmm. Yep. We had 323 critics review this, which is a pretty solid number for how things have been. Yeah. yeah. Which, and I mean, you think they had a lot of... Uh, ways to see it you know they could see it at home or in theaters and essentially borderline for free at home so right and then with audiences i mean five thousand plus that's really good we're getting yeah, really good. high numbers on audience now yeah how, how high enough. snyder was and this yeah snyder well, was like 13 we're getting these big budget movies that people have been waiting a year to see I right mean, people yeah. have just been sitting around oh, i waiting. expect I guess on a lot of these movies we're gonna be seeing to be yeah. high high audience i think yeah. i think that Space Jam, Mortal Kombat. I think all of those are going to do gangbusters. Yeah. You weren't excited for Mortal Kombat, Chris? Oh, no, no, no. Oh. That one looks good. Yeah. Space, Jam, Space Jam, I don't think it's going to do well. You don't That's think? That's my prediction. Uh, I mean, I could be wrong. I think a lot of people are going to watch it, whether it does well or not. Yes. Another, yeah. That's exactly the nostalgic thing. That's what I was going to say. There's, there's a level of nostalgia that is yeah, so but, high for our generation, especially. Michael Jordan compared to... Yeah. LeBron, yeah. yeah, get out of here. LeBron yeah, is no Michael Jordan. And sure, a lot that. of people like people LeBron. argue that all day long. Sure, they will. But I mean, yeah, Michael, Jack- or, uh, Michael Jackson, I'm not Michael Jordan, <laughs> Michael Jordan was just I, I just he he was just such a cultural icon in a different kind of way. He was mm-hmm. he was he had like this wholesomeness to him and yeah. uh, like it, which and uh, he did he wasn't totally that way. But the media surely helped us to <laughs> right. He did a good job of containing. His the view yeah. there wasn't any social media back then to exactly skew people's ideas yeah exactly yeah. I mean he did he did catch some serious flack when he tried to play baseball that was rough oh, that I was a rough time that. yeah that was a rough time for MJ but you know yeah so it, let's take a look and see the critics consensus on this says delivering squarely on its title Godzilla vs Kong uh, swats away character development and human drama to deliver all the spectacle you'd expect from giant monsters slugging it out. For the last 30 minutes. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> yeah. The, I, I mean, it didn't... 
I, I see that's why I'm so surprised. <laughs> the critics were like, "Oh yeah, we don't need human development and all that." And I'm like, sometimes they focus on that stuff. But really that's hard. so weird that they're just like, "Yeah, we're gonna sweep," because they obviously tried mm-hmm. doing that in the story. It's not like that wasn't part of the story, right? It was just not well done. I felt like compared to the other ones in this series, though, mm-hmm. this one did focus the most on the monsters. Oh yeah, compared to all the other movies, yeah. Because even yeah. in uh, King Kong. Or, uh, uh, King of Monsters. King, King of, of Monsters. Monsters. They still focus a lot on. There the was humans, a lot on the humans in that movie, trying to figure out like what's going <clears throat> on and how to prevent yeah. uh, the other monsters from being awoke. Yeah, woke. Uh, I feel like I don't know. I feel like it's pretty equal. I mean, there was a lot of just people in this movie. You know, there, I there mean, was. like there was a lot. It, it maybe was... there was them going to get Kong. And transporting him, but I mean, it's not like he was doing anything. Sure, he was he was there, but it was still human drama of just transporting him. And there was a little fight at sea. But I don't it know. Was, but I mean, I guess it's I mean less to... of like the conversational aspects of it is like oh. it was, and it was a lot of like just not a whole lot, ton of dialogue. It's like if they were following Kong around and stuff, you're still getting those time, that time with the monsters and Kong, chasing mm-hmm. Kong around and okay. and all of that the, versus some of the others where it was just like you know you'd get like a big human chunk and then monster fight, human chunk, monster fight, like. Right. Versus this was a little different. So what it says for the audience says is this long-awaited blockbuster matchup makes it easy not to think about the so-so story and characters by serving up plenty of action and incredible effects. I agree with that totally. And I didn't care, honestly. Like I said, I didn't care about any of that stuff until I heard that guy when I walked out of the theater and heard Xena. And I was like, oh, I guess some people aren't liking this. Like, I really liked this. (laughs) I didn't know. Because I feel like it's like, I feel like even your thoughts about what people think about it probably would have been different, Matt, if you and me had just gone I mean, to see it, it. Or even just the three been. of us. And that's where I like, Xena's very vocal when she, she just is. likes things. She is, yeah. And it's hard to be like, no, it was still like good because of this stuff. And then her response is, but it wasn't because of this. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, well, I mean, where it's like, wrong. If, if she hadn't talked to you about it and you hadn't known that that was her opinion, yeah. I feel like you would have probably been like me and been in your own little world and been like, yeah, like, because <laughs> no, I was. Millie still bothered me. Yeah. I, I just mean, thought that was stupid. Yeah, for sure. But right. I was like, ah, oh, you can overlook it. Who cares? This is a fun monster movie. Right. 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 It's, again, it's one of those movies that you go into for the action, not. Yeah, which characters. is all they're yeah. saying, both critic and um, audience is like, yeah, who cares about the human aspect? It's all about the monsters. Right. Yeah, exactly. So we'll take a look at a couple of these reviews real quick, uh, a couple of the splats and stuff. So here's somebody, Mark uh, Kermode, with Kermode and Mayo's <laughs> film review. <laughs> interesting mode and mayo i love it (laughs) so it's exactly what you think it is no more no less it's a shame because there are elements of a more interesting movie here and he didn't like it so i I, there's not a whole lot we can say about that sentence like he just like at least he wasn't totally crapping on it like right you could end after the first one two three four five six seven seven letters very not letters but (laughs) words English hard. Yes, it's exactly <laughs> yeah. It's exactly what you think it is. Exactly. It yep. is. He could have just said that. And so uh, Richard Brody, we've read stuff from him before. He didn't like it, and I'm pretty sure we regularly read him not liking things. Yeah. But uh, a distracting jumble that reduces the stakes of the movie's mighty showdown nearly to a vanishing point and turns the title Titans and their other colossal cohorts into incredible shrinking shrinking monsters. What? Dude, he just doesn't like having fun. He doesn't. He doesn't like being entertained. Yeah. He just... he. I can just picture him being like the grumpiest old dude. Yes. Sitting there being like, meh. Yeah. What is he even talking about? I, I don't even know. 
Yeah, it's like, what is he even trying to Are, say here? Did I miss a shrinking monster? I, I, I want to yeah, see a shrinking monster. Yeah, just imagine Ant-Man. Yeah. But, like, Godzilla, who can shrink and, uh-huh. like... It'd be adorable. But then he can also get big, so he can just, like, shrink yeah. down, dodge a punch, <laughs> get big again, uppercut! It would be fun to see him fight some big monsters. That's what they should do in the next Ant-Man movie, is make him so fight, like... Gundam or something? Like, make him oh, yeah. fight, like... Uh, kaiju <laughs> that yeah, would be pretty I would awesome. love that I would be totally on board but yeah I don't, I don't even know what he's trying to say here so whatever forget this guy he's just get him. just that's Forget the most curmudgeon-y com- sounding review it. like uh, whatever so uh, Matt you want to read what Matthew Lucas said here he, he gave us a nice little oh, paragraph give me the whole paragraph <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> All right. outrageous over the top and wholly spectacular it delivers on its promise to provide a bone crushing kaiju action while simultaneously delivering one of the most shamelessly dorky, unapologetically weird studio entertainments in recent memory. Yeah. Wow. I can get behind that. That's a lot yeah. of praise. I, I like that level of praise. I can get behind that. I, I think, you know, and clearly, I mean, he really liked it. Which, and the funny thing is, he only gave it a three out of four with everything he said. Well, that's the problem with that rating system. It is. If you give anything out of four, like, a four means it's like you the best thing you've it. ever seen. Yeah. Yep. So, is there one more, maybe one of these guys here? You want to read Amy Nicholson here? Let's see. She said, the film looks terrific. There is some <laughs> uh, imagery here that honestly took my breath away. And I mean, I kind of So, agree. she's talking about, like, in the earth and all that, I'm guessing. Yeah. yeah. Well, probably, and even just seeing them in the city and how big they were. And, yeah. I mean, like, the CG was really good in this movie. Oh, that's why I would be curious to see how much money was spent. Uh, yeah. yeah. Because most of this movie is CG. Yeah. A lot of it so, is. Oh, yeah. And this movie's been sitting on the shelves for a long time, too. This yeah, movie's it was been another made for a last while. year movie. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, it's just another one of those movies that got caught in freaking purgatory. So, mm-hmm. But honestly, like, I, I'm really happy that critics are digging this. Like, I wasn't really expecting that. Scroll down a little bit. Okay. A little bit. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to read that one. Yep, go ahead. Because this is how I feel about this movie. <laughs> Godzilla deserved better than Godzilla versus Kong. <laughs> A-Man, Hannah Lodge with Screen Rex. I feel the same way because King Kong's a bitch. <laughs> well, that Just was like, like <laughs> one of the things I was going to bring up earlier. I don't think I said it, but like when Kong jumped on his back with all the spikes, I'm just like, he's going to get fucked up. Like, yeah. I'm like, you don't jump on Godzilla's back if you're fleshy. Like, that's a lot of spikes on that back of that Godzilla. Well, so I wasn't expecting... Um, uh, mecha godzilla yeah and then i was like oh man he's a mega badass yeah and then it was just like okay well he's only on the screen for five minutes well and he just came out and wrecked godzilla's crap well like, that's what was unfortunate because yeah. it should have been like i don't know more drawn out like i said earlier just pour a little liquid on there yeah <laughs> yeah that's all you have to do that's in the manual like yeah oh, find giant monster that's made out of metal find his controls Pour some liquid on it. Boom. So does that mean that if they were to like throw Mechagodzilla into the ocean, that he would just short circuit? <laughs> like, that's the stupidest thing I've ever heard in my life. Yeah, I guess they're what saying... a poorly designed monster. <laughs> well, I, I think it was more that it's a poorly designed computer system that is inside of that building. Clearly, yeah, it's like we only spent like billions on this. Exactly, so let's do something <laughs> terrible. Which make a computer that all you have to do is throw something in the fan. Yeah, like what? Just uh, like that. That was the weakest part. Honestly, like yeah. that. And we just needed more of Mechagodzilla, but I'm glad we at least got him. And I think we all almost predicted that that was going to be the case because they sh- teased him in the last, the end of uh, King of Monsters. There was a post-credit scene where they teased him at the end. Mm. Oh, I might not have stuck around yeah, for that. Yeah, they, they showed that they were clearly working on, working on that. So, hmm. And then, you know, this one supposedly had a post-credit scene 
that was inserted somewhere into the movie, but they haven't admitted what scene it was or where. But there was an actual post credit scene, but I but don't like know a, what it was. During the movie post credit scene? Well, no, no. Like, yeah, like at the end of the movie, there was just supposed to be a post credit scene. Yeah. But mm-hmm. Apparently, they took whatever was filmed for that and stuck it somewhere in the movie, but they haven't said where or what it is. Like, it could have just been the last little bit of the movie. I don't know. Yeah, it was probably just them down in the. The very last scene, which felt out of place. A little bit. That was another thing Zena talked about. It was like that whole Kong in the uh, Hollow Earth. A Hollow Earth. <laughs> Middle felt, Earth. Felt really oh, weird. <laughs> I would love to see Kong <laughs> that would in be Middle a great Earth. Movie. Holy <laughs> that would be something else. He would be fighting some treants. You shall not pass. <laughs> he would be fighting. He'd be Squash. friends with yeah. them. He would just chill. He probably them. would. Oh, chill. Get high with Gandalf. Throw them into yeah, the. Exactly. <laughs> I liked him throwing a tree. Yeah. Yeah, the throw in the tree, just like yeah. turning it into a spear and launching <laughs> yeah. it. That was pretty awesome. It was a that very was... small dome for such a large monkey. It was. So you so you didn't like that they ended with him in Hollow Earth? No, it, we just said that it felt like that was a post-credit. It that they just did. added to the end of the movie, which yeah. just, just felt off. Well, because it felt like it just ended so abruptly. Yeah. It was just yeah. like, okay, Mechagodzilla's dead. Godzilla's leaving. Flashbacks to um, uh, the, the most recent Fantastic Four movie. Oh, I never saw that one. So. Because it was like, I felt like it was a good movie, and then all of a sudden it ended. Uh, and I was like, wait, the movie just ended. Mm. What just happened? Yeah, that was that's one of the few Marvel-connected property or projects that I've never seen. I've seen almost all of them, and that one I just didn't want it to. Which supposedly that was another. That one apparently got the DC treatment except for from Fox and it was Marvel mm. like it was with one of the, it was when Fox owned all the Marvel properties right. and according to the director who was the director of Chronicle mm-hmm. basically he came out that was another thing is before the movie even released he's like he came out and was openly like they butchered my movie this is not my movie it's a pile of crap they tore it all to pieces like and basically almost encouraged people not to even watch it Jeez. and he has had a lot of trouble working ever since then that makes sense he yeah. caught a lot of flag but it's like i can imagine if you have this baby and it's like he released chronicle and chronicle was one of the best indie movies of just like coming out of nowhere first time director yeah. and killing it and it was just a different take on superheroes and everything. And then for you to get a big superhero project and it to get ripped to shreds mm-hmm. is just, that's a shame. Yeah, it still blows my mind they do that stuff. Yeah, it's just, it's studio meddling, man. Oh. These studios need to learn, like, yeah. this is, it, it, it's going to hurt you in the long run. Mm-hmm. Even if it's not, like, it, even if it doesn't feel like perfectly what you want, it's like, you hired this guy, like, right. or this man or woman, whoever, like, you need to at least ride it out with them to some degree. Yeah. Because we just keep hearing about these issues. Yep. So, but, yeah. I, all in all, though, I'm happy with Godzilla vs. Kong. Yeah. yeah. It was a, so. it was a middle-of-the-road movie. It wasn't bad. It wasn't great. Yeah. But it was entertaining. I, I really enjoyed it myself, but I would, I, I, I'll stick with it. Though. I, I would like to see more. I want to see a hollow earth movie. Oh yeah. In the Marsverse. That, that, so. that could be really cool. Yeah. I'll watch it. Or the, maybe even just like launch Godzilla into space, just Godzilla in space. I'd be could down be. for that. I'd could watch be. that one too. Yeah. Let him fight it won't on be Mars. the first time there's been like <laughs> aliens and stuff. Right. There's old movies where the aliens. Yeah. Well, yeah. Come to earth that would actually be like that. pretty awesome yeah. to, for them to do for the next one would be for them to fight an alien invasion and have it's the monsters. Godzilla versus <laughs> the aliens. <laughs> I'd be on board for that, yeah. too. Which they've already kind of teased that. Have they? Uh, so in King of Monsters, they're like, Ghidorah is not from this planet. 
Uh, oh yeah, yeah. They he's did not say, right. He's not part of this ecosystem. Mm-hmm. Right. He is mm-hmm. from somewhere else. So mm-hmm. they've already laid the groundwork. That's a good point. Theoretically, mm-hmm. in this universe, for aliens. True. I, I want more of these movies. I'm Same. down for it. I want more. I want an alien one. I want a Hollow Earth one. Keep going. Which and it sounds like there might be more potential for more of these with how well this is doing. Yeah, exactly. It's like oh, it's yeah. doing way better than people expected. I think. Yeah. So I wonder how they quantify. Because I'm sure they're finding some way to put dollar signs on views on HBO, HBO Max. Max. Right. So yeah. I wonder how they're looking at that. Probably subs. Yeah, there's a, probably a metric for like how many, how normal subscription rate. Mm-hmm. And then the, if like whenever they announce that King Kong's going to be on there, if it's spiked, you know, yep. there's probably some kind of like a margin there that's they're like, oh, Pro- probably, yeah. This is higher than average. And it probably is attributed to this new release. Exactly. And between that and then also guess. looking at like the retention viewing for people like watching the whole thing or, and I'm sure like the number of people yeah. watching where it's like if they have a huge peak. It, it, just a big spike of people watching that yeah which i'm sure that they are going to because it's like even the people obviously we're having a huge theater turnout so there's got to be a huge hbo max turnout as well mm-hmm. oh, and i yeah. can see people even just like watching in theaters and then watching at home because they can for free like right so there's probably going to be a lot of that too I'm, I'm excited for this franchise i hope that it can keep trucking yeah i mean they put out I a movie mean, every three years something like that they waited a little too long between some of these in my opinion hasn't been that long since king of monsters oh dude these monsters are these the, the monster verse actually i felt like like has had too big of a gap. Well, well, you gotta think though. This was supposed to come out last year, yeah. Which I think would have been a two year gap. So yeah, it would have. Which huh. let's yeah, see, 2019. So, yeah, oh so yeah, that was not. Long. That's actually sooner than I thought. So it would have. This was supposed to come oh, out only 21. Two. So that would have been a year. Two. Huh? 19 to 21. Well, it's 21 now. Oh, you're right. It would have <laughs> been a year. It's only been two years now. Yeah. What, what was the first? What was Kong called? Skull Island. Skull Island. That was it. That that's, was seventeen. Yeah. That's when I wanted. To, it was seventeen. So really, it has only been about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the other Godzilla, I'm pretty sure, was fifteen. Okay, so the gaps haven't been for for some reason. It felt like they were really spaced out, but I guess they weren't. In my head, they two years. Yeah, that's movie? not bad. Yeah. Not that's bad. not a bad turnaround. That's every other movie. Look at every yeah. Star Wars. Look at every yeah um, Harry Potter and uh, Fantastic Beasts. Like True. that's what they do. It's like every other year they put out a movie. Yeah. Well, sweet. Well, I guess that's it for this thing, guys. Yeah. Um, we've talked about it pretty good here. And so what we'll do is uh, close out. We'll give you guys our send-off songs. I've actually already added mine to my playlist once, or to the playlist Always once again. and forever. So, yeah. So, these are our send-off songs. If you don't know, we have a playlist on Spotify and on YouTube. I have not been keeping up with YouTube, and Chris is supposed to be doing it, but I haven't given him the login yet. <laughs> Thank <And> you. So, <laughs> He's exposed to, I, I, but he doesn't can't. <laughs> he doesn't even care about it. I wasn't going to totally throw you under the bus there. Thank you. So... Yeah, but definitely go check out these playlists. And so the new song that I added literally like two days ago is Hold In, Hold On by Kid Bloom. And this is a really cool, it's just a very upbeat, kind of a hippie-ish vibe to it. It's just, but it's a little poppy. Like it's, it's a fun song. This is just a very feel good song. I liked it a lot. But, and I've never listened to any Kid Bloom, but this one I'm Sounds familiar. really digging, really. I could be just thinking of like Kids Bop or something. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. But yeah, so it's Hold In, Hold On by Kid Bloom. What you guys got? Uh, so mine is Rage and Romance okay. by Bressie. It's B-R-E-S-S-I-E. And this is kind of like a bluesy, folky rock song. Nice. That's okay. pretty sweet. Very sweet. cool. All right, Chris, what you got? 
Uh, I have a song called Awake okay. by Child. There's <laughs> three eyes in there. Um, and this is like a jazzy R&B kind of poppy song. Oh, okay. nice. Nice. Interesting. Sweet. All right. I've got that one in there, too. So they're all added up in the playlist. You can check them out. Make sure to give it a listen. And I, we haven't said it yet, but per usual, definitely go and give us a like and a subscribe and a follow. Tell your friends. Tell everybody about it. <laughs> <laughs> on, on whether it be YouTube tell or the podcast. Mama, yeah, that's right. Papa. Mm, well, yeah, yeah. We do say that. Too. And every time I say that, I think, well... With the, with the olds like us, but with the olds, not anymore. <laughs> killed that. <laughs> no, when they old. hear this, they're gonna be like, "Oh, those youngins!" <laughs> right? Even though we're not young. I don't know. Yeah, nowadays, I feel like we're the olds. So, well, right? Yeah. <laughs> we're getting. There, sure. We're still millennials, though. So that's true. Yeah, we're blamed always for everything. I think that's how that works. Yeah. Nope. I don't know. Gen Z is doing a really good job at making us look really good. Tide pods are delicious. That yeah. song. They're, they're making yeah, us. That was years ago, though. It was. Still Gen Z. They just keep looking more and more <laughs> like idiots. They're just making us look fantastic. Sorry, Gen Z, but <laughs> I ask for no forgiveness. But anyway, so that's it for that. And next week, like I said, I'm we're still not 100 percent sure what we're talking about. Matt mentioned that random horror movie, Unholy. Unholy. No one knows what it is, including him. And <laughs> that's the whole purpose of this podcast. <laughs> I mean, it's true. We usually don't know what we're doing. So actually, wait, no, there was something coming out that I feel like a lot of people are going to watch. And I was thinking maybe we could do it. It's coming out Friday. It's a Netflix release. It's a superhero movie. I feel like it could be an interesting thing. I'll have to... I'll let y'all know about it. We can talk about it. But it's got some big name actresses, actually. It's about two women. Oh, that, there it is. It's nope, called Thunder Force. Them. I think, and it looks like it's coming out. Oh, yeah. yeah, it's a comedy, isn't it's it? It's a comedy superhero movie, and it's starring... Oh, where's the cast here? It's it's Melissa McCarthy and Octavia Spencer and Jason Bateman. So, Unholy? Unholy? Yeah. <laughs> yep, unholy? Uh, I'm, I'm going to say Unholy. <laughs> yeah. You know, I do love Jason Bateman, but Melissa McCarthy is not my favorite. I, I don't really like her either, but that's kind of part of why but I... But she actually, she, that sounds like a role she'd be good in, though. It I'm sounds pretty sure like I saw the be. cover picture, and she's... One of the heroes. Yeah, she she is supposed to be. I think they're supposed to be like scientists or something. They stumble into superpowers. I don't know a whole lot about it, but yeah. And this unholy movie, I kind of pulled it up here on IMDb. You kind of. Well, I did. I pulled it up on IMDb. <laughs> okay. But uh, well, I can't. were clear here. <laughs> <laughs> Do you guys want me to read the summary nope. so we can have an idea? Of... Sure don't. Just It's just a paragraph. Here. I like not knowing anything. Okay. Spooky. Here, you can say it, though. I'll just cover my ears. Do a lot of loss. All right. All right. So it says, a hearing impaired girl is visited by the Virgin Mary and can suddenly hear, speak, and heal the sick. As people flock to witness her miracles, terrifying events unfold. Are they the work of the Virgin Mary or something more sinister? I know it's about the fucking Virgin Mary. (laughs) (sighs) So I don't know. That's what it's about. So I guess we'll talk about it. I guess if if that's what y'all are really wanting to see, I mean, we can. Oh no, I don't care either way. I know that we'll talk about. We'll look at (laughs) the bigger thing is we need to see if it's in both places. As far as what people like to hear us talk about, what I've seen even just anecdotally, yeah, it's like if it's not easily acceptable, acceptable, easily accessible. They we tend to not. Yeah, people I think just it's don't a, listen as much. Only I think it might now. be because that's just if people aren't 
easy to see it and maybe they'll come back later and download it and listen to what we have to say you know but when it's accessible but i know that it's definitely people tend to want to listen more when it's something that's widely able to view because even even with like chaos walking it's like that was only actually now it is to where you can rent it at home though Mm -hmm. they 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 switched that on so maybe it already this one already is too i have no idea we can check and see but we'll talk about it later anyways we'll figure out what we're going to talk about but uh, (laughs) mystery yeah outside of that guys uh we will see you next week talking about something and special thanks to catch some music as usual to aubrey troutman for doing our logo and that's basically it as far as our thanks yeah. and yeah. just make Fuck sure david now yeah, yeah. apparently screw you david office made gone he's no more i'm the i'm the full-blown <laughs> yeah. office made so taking on the mantle yep i like have taken it on hooker. yeah i am i True. am a very cheap cheap hooker <laughs> and yeah guys thanks a bunch for listening and make sure to just check out all our stuff and check out the website it's uh critically right? Yeah, fireside.critically. Why do I keep mixing up our... I keep forgetting our website. Anyways, dots. it's easy to find if you Google us. So <laughs> Google, yeah. Google that. We're the only one. So. What year is this? Of course, yeah. just Google it. Exactly. You'll find it. So, all right. Well, thanks, guys. And we'll see you next week. This was a lot of fun. Bye. Later. See you.